The most powerful foreign policy instrument of the 1990s and 2000s was not a weapon or a diplomatic alliance. It was an idea. Like all powerful ideas, this one was simple. As countries embraced globalization, they would become more responsible members of the liberal international order and would, over time, liberalize domestically. Foreign policy experts had faith in it. CEOs preached it. New York Times columnists wrote Pulitzer Prize-winning books about it. Presidents made it a core part of their national security strategies. Citizens of other nations believed it, too, including many Russians, Chinese, Indians, and Brazilians. It did not matter whether you were on the left or the right. Almost everyone bought into the basic notion of convergence, even if they were unfamiliar with the term. Convergence went far beyond the end of history predicted by Francis Fukuyama. Fukuyama noted the absence of ideological alternatives to capitalism, but recognized that non-ideological struggles would persist. Convergence meant that major powers would stop treating each other as rivals and begin to work together to tackle common challenges. They would reform their economies to better compete in the global marketplace— they would develop common rules to govern how nations behave internationally. The story of the past quarter century is the rise and fall of this idea of convergence. Its initial success utterly transformed world politics and produced an unprecedented period of peace and cooperation among the great powers. Its collapse over the past five years has left U.S. strategy unmoored, allowed the reemergence of geopolitical competition between the great powers, and raised serious doubts about the future of the liberal international order.